Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the war room. We got Tez, Kill, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the hot block commander. How you wanna end up one or two hour show to keep the brain running with the premises talk sports on a national level? Both with the topic, sort of like the rubber when it's game time, they like the bad five doing prime time. Sports conglomerates speak their minds a little bit. For sports medicine and sports veterans and great. The four for twenty six saw the war in Kuwait. It's the war room with five nights at the round table. Five silly guys diversified and educated. What's really good, War Room family? You are once again live in the War Room, brought to you by War Room Sports on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. I'm one of your hosts, Jimmy the Blueprint, and I'm at the War Room Roundtable with my brother from another mother, B. Austin. NFL Week 10 is behind us, and it culminated with the 72 Dolphins popping bottles. Probably yeah. bottles of boom juice with some old ass name. <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. it was hype nonetheless. We're going to talk about why this happened. Another new trend in the NFL. So sit back, relax, catch a cup. No, mind. Let me stop. Every time I read that, I mean, anyway. Listen, man. Just kicking with us to the greatest man cave in the history of the world. Episode 653 of the War Room starts now. You can get in on the conversation yourself by signing in right now to the By the Hood chat room. That's blogtalkradio.com slash the war room. Or join us on Facebook or Twitter at War Room Sports. We'll also be taking your calls in about 30 minutes. On the Detroit Extreme Technologies Hotline, that number is 323-410-0012. What up, fam? Listen, after 12 years, sometimes I wonder about our relevance in this game, man. Because, you know, when you talk about 21, 21 uh, Cabot saying that Nas is irrelevant in hip-hop, so we must be irrelevant in sports media because, you know, it's been, Yo. it's been so long. Yo. What you think? Uh I recently watched a interview with 21 Cabbage, uh, Math Math Hoffa, friend of the show. He had 21 Cabbage on, and yeah, I saw it. I was absolute salute to Math because he kept it professional, um, professional in the way that he moved with it. Because 21 Cabbage is offensive to uh, to my very being. Like my man was like, "Yo, won't care about having the best verse." Won't care about hard bars. Won't care about kind of <laughs> like we read books. Won't care even about making it English. If we could say hubba 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 dee 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 and put it on beat, like <laughs> yo, so, that's that's what got, it is. Like I gotta be. I so I did see that episode, and the crazy part about it is, I'm not mad at him because he's being honest, right? He's being honest because most of these young boys don't, right? Now with that being said. I actually like Twenty One Savage. I find him, I find him comical. But I, so I guess I'm at a place in hip hop now where I listen to different people for different things, right? So sure. when I listen to him, I'm not Always listening have. for him to go crazy. Yeah, I, I'm listening to him just to laugh. Like when his and really, it ain't even his rap. It's his ad libs. Twenty One. He's like, no, like, but yo. if you listen, <laughs> if you listen to laugh, you could you could just go to Turquoise Jeep Records and laugh. Yo, I mean, I Let do me, that too. Though. That. If you know, you know. Um, yeah, I do that too, though. I mean, I mean I've always listened How to you different like people. How you like the egg? Fry the fertilize. Fry the fertilize. <laughs> My fault. Yo! Um, can't, I can't. Yo, he irritates me. I can't. Uh, You know, I'm not, I haven't progressed there. 
with my level of uh, spiritual development to appreciate and salute everybody for what they contribute and do. Um, I think that based on what I know these young boys do today, if I can prevent him from getting to the chopper, it ain't no way that he could beat me in a fist fight. So I'm just going to hit him real hard in the jaw. And when he wakes up, he'll oh, be gone. Don't nobody fist fight in 2022, dog. You, yo, you definitely. Yo, uh, there you, well, there you go. I'm 90. a relic. I'm a dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You might, be a re- you, might, you might be irrelevant too, dog. Talking yeah, about fighting. I might be irrelevant. Yeah, I'm punching. I'm still punching niggas in their sternum and making them gas for air. Yeah. Like, listen, man, yeah, you, you definitely irrelevant. I had a young boy tell me, man, like, I ain't spending all this money on this on, on, on this handgun for, to be picking my hands up to fight. So they, they really worried about, like, being efficient, man. What's the point of fighting, man? Because even if you beat me, I might have to come back. So I might as well just, like, you know. Yo, but, but Jimmy, I mean, once you go, we know back in the day, like, once you, if you end up in CFCF or greater for it, it ain't no gun. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Some of y'all get that. Some of y'all won't. Hey, listen, I totally get Hold it. On. You know what I mean? And that's why that that and when they get there, that's when it's like they done for. They done for. Cuz it's going to be an old head in here in there that know how to use his hands and might use more than his hands. But that's a whole nother story. We need to move on. Please. Yeah, man. But anyway, man, shout out to Nas, man, for um, you know, that album because I got to keep it about it's funny cuz that's cuz that told me that told me today. Um he was like, yo, you know, in 2022, I don't give nobody, like, you know, more than a couple listens. But I found myself going back to that. Like, the album is, is, is crazy, man. Shout out to Hit Boy, who left Earth. Um, but, yeah, definitely a dope project. Yo, shout out to um, Skyview in the chat, man. I see you in the sky. Yo, Skyview, man, I sent you a text message last week. Why you ignore me, B? Like, you're getting too much money out there. But anyway, <laughs> getting back to the – you know, getting back to the show, man. Before we get started, i got to remind everybody that whether you were this live or not, at any time, on demand, you can check out archived episodes of our show with all of our partner shows on the Warren Sports Podcast Network, either on our website at warrensports.com or go to any podcast app and look up the Warren Sports Podcast Network. You'll find Tissue and the Tape on there, the Broad Street Line, Superstar Sports, Jordan Appetit on the couch with the Wilsons at the Further Review, and many, many, many more shows. Yo, um... I, I do got to, like, you know, make a statement that my brother Dev is, is not with us right now. He's out doing community service. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, court-mandated court community feeding service. The, so. Feeding the homeless. <laughs> so it's me and B. Austin here today, and y'all already know what that means. That means we probably going to be done in, like, 25 minutes because we don't play no games. We get right to it. Yeah. So. <laughs> I know y'all came to get your normal two hours, but uh yeah, that's probably not going to happen. It's probably not, not going to happen. Today. A, I'm just keeping it in a buck and a bean with you. Listen, dog, I was going to go. I asked B. Austin, can we make the whole show a TikTok? He's like, no, we got to do our normal job. So <laughs> we here, though. <laughs> with that being said, let's yo, get right into it, he, though, Yo, <laughs> yo, yo, Blue, yo. He also asked if we could just trans, transfer platforms and put this up on OnlyFans. Yet to be determined. Hey, listen, we'll get back to that. Hey, listen. Hey, 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 yo. <laughs> All right, listen, man. Let's jump right into these hot topics, man, which are brought to you by my, book, by my bookie. Warren family, here's the bottom line, right? You know, you want to make some money, go to my bookie, man. Like, you know, sports betting is, is, is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? If you need help out there because you, you got an uh, issue, that ain't our fault. 
But with that being said, though, listen, man, lay down some bread on all the biggest games of sports by joining the Warman, thousands of other online players, placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win because you get paid fast with no hassle. You can even bet in-game, yo. Here's the bottom line. Yo, Go to mybookie.ag. <laughs> Just use the promo code WARROOM, one word, W-A-R-R-O-O-M. Activate the offer. That's mybookie.ag, promo code WARROOM. Go here today, play, win, and get paid, and that's all there is to it. So listen, man, <laughs> let's get right into it, dog. Let's talk about the, the – I was about to say the New Jersey Nets. Damn, I'm old. I'm aging myself. Kids probably don't even know about the New Jersey Nets. But anyway. Don't even know about Nets. Kenyon Martin, Richard Jefferson, Vince Carter, <laughs> and Jason Kidd. So the Nets are reported. They really don't know about Kerry Kittles. Yo, yo. Shout out to Kerry Kittles, man. R.I.P. Fred the Godfrey. Because he had the – he had the illest uh, Kerry Kittle's punchline, like, you know, something about a uh, shooter with yo, ball. Fred, yo, Fred, yo, listen, listen, as bad looking as Fred was, yo, it's not even, it's hey, not yo, even come on, proper. God. It's not even proper for, for whoever is the deity in charge to allow Fred the Godson to breathe the same air as 21 Savage. Man, that was, Fred was a beautiful human being, man. Fred left Earth. Fred left Earth when he grabbed that microphone and spit. Yo, his, my man his, said, his Fred always come back sweet. Mick Griddle, shooter, never seen him in years. Terry <laughs> Kittle, something like that. But anyway, um, yo, anyway. Come on. Well, anyway, with all, that, with, with all that being said, though, let's get back to the Brooklyn Nets, man. They're talking wait, about hold, your hold, man. Hold, 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 hold. We talking about Frederico, man. The, 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 yo, listeners got to give us a pause. Both Gordo, Gordo. They, Gordo. Both said when the top see the whip, she see the car dash, then she in. Yo. <laughs> Yo. When she see the car dash, she in. Shout out to Yay. Listen, man. Pop another brick, please. Yo, listen, though, real quick, though. Um, Ben Simmons, though. What's up with your man, Ben Simmons, man? And that's, here's what's funny about it. They're now beginning all, to question his passion for the game. They're beginning now, after everything that he's been through with them, now they're beginning to question his passion for the game. Does that make any sense to you, yo? <laughs> yo, beginning. Yo, I, a lot of what I have to say is probably deemed as improper by society and will get us thrown off the air. But, I, you know, listen, man. I think that yeah. I, what I really believe is that Ben is struggling with his sexuality, and he really didn't want to ever be a man. He he wanted to be a woman, and that's translating and coming out in the way that he plays basketball. That's what I believe. Yo, yo. But my question is to you from the organization standpoint, why are they just now questioning it? I mean, he literally – Set out a whole he wasn't, uh, he wasn't honest about he wasn't honest about his dimorphism and transsexualism. He wasn't honest with him, so they didn't really know. And I'm trying to I'm trying to put the Nets up on game. As a Sixers fan, I knew. Yeah, like like I don't understand. Like just like it seemed like you just come to that conclusion. Because think about it, he even ditched them last year for the most part. Like it wasn't just the Sixers. Like he's been there for a minute. He yeah. played like. I don't know, man. They 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 just they just got too much going on. Bull Bull looked at Bull looked at Draymond. He looked at Big Welvin and said, "Mr. Triple Single, man, hold my beer. I'm six six six. 
<laughs> Yo, but it's crazy because, like, and, you know, this is going to get lost in, in um, all the Ben Simmons talk. No, wait, hold but on, hold on, hold start. on, bro. Let me, give you, let me give you a stat. Steph, Chef Curry scored 50 last night. Yeah. Ben Simmons has scored 51 in the entire season. Yeah. I mean, that's disrespectful. I mean, I remember at one point folks was talking about whose team was it, like JoJo or Ben. JoJo scored 59 a couple nights ago. Like, it's, JoJo it's, has scored more than Ben in one game. Like, it's, it's ridiculous, but I think what's going to get lost in this is his start because he had a spark when he started. Yeah, I mean, y'all can finish the rest. But, um, like, I don't know if I've ever seen it. I don't know if I've ever – I, I mean, I know for all, a fact all, I've never seen it all jokes, based all on jokes mental aside, All jokes aside, and, and I actually wasn't joking, but I'll go ahead and say it was a joke. Yo, he never – he never loved the sport plays. And so as I look at this and you bring up mental health, is it really his fault or is it the fault of the people that pushed him into the sport? Like, are, it, it, I don't love, I don't love tap dancing, but I happen to be a pretty good dancer. If you're going to give me $125 million or $176 million in his case, I dance. I don't love it. Hold on, 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 hold on. D. Austin's a tap dancer, dog. I never knew that. Like, I, yo, D. Austin just admitted on air that yo, he's a, he's a, he Gregory Hines out this joint. Gregory Hines out this joint. Sammy Davis. Yeah. <laughs> I used to, I ain't mad at you, bro. But listen though, um, the Nets, the Nets are a disgrace, dog. Like their their whole organization, the way that everything is being handled, dog. It's just like. I don't know where they go. I mean, where they go from here, dog. I have no idea. Um, they they are a cluster. Far for yeah, I mean that's they, that's, they, that's all you can they, say about them. Yeah, they yeah yeah. I was gonna go into detail, but you got a point. What what else needs to be said? Yeah, I mean, sp- speaking of that though, let's get into the quote of the week, right? Because it comes from that same organization, right? Here's the quote. It says, "Look at the starting lineup." Edmund Summer, Royce O'Neal, Joe Harris, Claxton, and me. It's not disrespect, but what are you expecting? You expect us to win because I'm out there? End quote, which is from Kevin Durant. How you feel? How you feel about him saying that, yo? <clears throat> yo. I've been on a lot of sports teams in my life, and I don't care what our relationship is. If you say that out your mouth. I'm going up in your mouth with my fist. Like we, uh, we words, words are going to get exchanged at the bare minimum. Yo, he disrespected the living daylights out of his teammates. Like he disrespected. I don't think, yo, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. Like he named name. Like we've seen in history where cats have said disrespectful things about their teammates. Yeah, a, a single teammate, yeah. or they called out the team as a whole. Yo, Yo my man said, no, I'm naming names. Yo, I'm putting it, names that, I think it. the only thing, only thing I heard worse than that, right, might have been McNabb, because I still can't get over the fact that McNabb was like, I did my job, I got us a touchdown. Like, what you want me to do? Like, that's on the defense. Yeah. Like, 
Yo, I still can't believe one, of, one, that of y'all, said that. one of y'all pointed one of y'all pointed out something that the young boy Hertz did a commercial and or mm-hmm. some some piece of content and he was in it with that dude. That's why we lost. Oh yeah, That's it was him. It was him, uh, McNabb and Vic. It was about the black quarterback. Yeah, yeah. I, I, what I didn't understand about that is like, how do you not call Randall up? Like Randall, like yeah, you know I'm saying like yo, he walked so they could run. Like what are we talking about? Unless they did call Randall, and Randall was like, I need a donation to my church or something. Yeah, I'm just going to assume that's what happened. But um, with that being said, though, uh, McNabb might be the only thing worse that I've heard. But I think it's also interesting because, like, 2022 is a weird space with, like, content creation and social media and things of that nature because you get to hear yeah. things from athletes that you just never would have heard in the past. And a lot of times, they're just being honest because, I mean, he ain't wrong, but it's like we grew up in an era where you don't say that about your teammates. Like, you're, you're taught even when you play Little League or you play ball, like, yo, you can't throw your team under the bus. Like, you know what I mean? You so can't. for us, these, yeah. these young boys, the way they behave and act is just like, it's, 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 it's crazy. It makes you feel like, yo, am I a, the old ownery dude or is something, a shift in culture happening where, it's a shift in culture. It's a shift. But here's my thing, though. Is it a negative? Because at the end of the day, cats are just being honest. Of They're course, of course it's feeling. a negative. I'm, 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 not allowed, okay. I'm not permitted to allow that. That's a great question, and I, I, I'm hopeful that you, with the wisdom that you possess in your years on the earth, understand the value of tact, T-A-C-T. Yes, tact. I do. And, and and messaging, right? The way you present a message. I'm of the belief that you can say 99.9999% of anything ever in human history. You can say it. with it, it, it can be said in a way where it's efficient, it's effective, and it can be communicated in a way where the listener can receive it. I, I, I just believe that. I think that the only – the onus is on the messenger to craft the message, although mm-hmm. they're not responsible for what the receiver hears. You're not responsible for it, but you can craft a message in a way where you communicate exactly what you mean in an efficient, effective way that is receivable and palatable to your audience. I believe that, man. All right, so you, you, all right, I totally get where you come from. So there's a couple of things, right? It's like, this is a great conversation, right? So so I have this, like, um, admiration for people who are able to say whatever's on their mind, right, wrong, or indifferent. Like, I, I, I guess there's a little bit of um, a somewhat jealousy, right? Because not that I care what people think, but I haven't reached a level where I'm, I'm literally able to say what's on my mind because I do worry about people's feelings, and I, I do understand the idea of having sex. It's the reason why I love Marshawn Lynch. Because right, wrong, or indifferent, Marshawn gonna say whatever Marshawn wants to say, right? And no, no, I say that. I love the fact that you used him because even though he does, he, yo, he is the perfect. He is, yo, he is a perfect example because even he is tactful. He says stuff that he knows like it's gonna get a rise, but I've seen him in circumstances and situations. Uh, you, this is going to be hilarious, but I you mean, know he coaches. He coaches little league, right? And he yeah. refused to communicate with a parent 
because he's like, yo, I'm not going to tell you exactly what it is. Bring your husband, and we, we could talk. That was having tact. But but I think I think that Mm -hmm. yeah. So I I get your point because I also like recently when he was talking to Richard Sherman and Richard Sherman was like throwing him all kinds of alley oops to get him to hate on. Oh, on uh on the ball on the corny ball. Yeah, and he just wouldn't do it, right? So I think that's him personally. Like I I don't think that I I think that he just he cares about people. The one thing about Marshawn is. There's yo, no one that dis- dislikes him. He cares about people. Yo, so, Bull's a loving, I mean? so yo, Bull's a loving, Bull's a loving spirit. He just always is himself. Yeah, but I, I have a, a weird admiration for that. So anyway, with that being said, it makes me think about this new generation. How they just like, they're brutally honest. And I wonder, is that a step in they're, the wrong direction Jimmy, or a step Jimmy, in the right direction? They're brutally honest because they do not learn the nuances of efficient and effective communication because we spend too much time communicating in impersonal ways. Impersonal communication is now the leading way of communicating. It's not a conversation. It's not face-to-face. It's not in person. You don't develop an understanding of nonverbal cues within your communication. So you just blabber out, you say whatever, and then you fall back to a position of, I'm just being honest. No, 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 no. There was a way to say that. There was a way to get your message across, not just because you're being soft, but because in order for the communication to be efficient and effective, listen, if, and you'll get this as a, listen, we, we men of a certain age, we married. Right? Yes. There's certain yeah. things you want to say to your wife and you know that you have to say, not even necessarily because you're sparing her feelings, but you know if you say it the way you want to say it, she's going to not listen or hear the message. She's going to hear the tone. So I tone That's it a certain true. way true. so it can be received, not because I'm sparing her feelings, but because, yo, I need you to hear and understand and comprehend this information. I don't need you listening to All right, my so tone. That's a great point. All right, that's, that's an excellent yeah. point. So now with that being said, do you think he's trying to get ownership or management to hear something by saying it this way? Because maybe that was his intent. Maybe it was his intent because, like, sometimes, right, you, we forget just, like, who – like, we watch the Nets games and we do expect him to win. And, and to be honest with you, it's because he's out there. But when he said this, I, I honestly took a step back and was like, damn, he is playing with them boys. Like, even though I've seen them play, it didn't occur to me, like, until he said their names the way he did. Like, so I'm like, there, there, message there, received. There's, there's super credibility in what you're saying because you – because of your your – because you are the messenger in this case, it deserves the critical thinking that you're trying to apply to it. So mm-hmm. let's go back here and what we've always said about Bull. Bull's the most talented, seven-foot, amazing sucker. He's a sucker. <laughs> but we can't even give him the credit or credence of what you're saying because we know he's a sucker. My man threw LeBron under the bus and then went and did something worse. He's a sucker. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. My, that's he, true. He is a, he, there's a certain – his character is laced with a certain sprinkling of cowardice. I'm not saying he's just an all-out coward, but there's – he doesn't run from competition per se, but he runs from the mantle of leadership. Yeah. He runs so from the, now. He runs from the man. Now the, the question I have off this is, 
what happens to his legacy, right? Because he wasn't able to get it done, even though he had Russ Harden had that squad. He jumped on the mm-hmm. team that won 72 games before him, and they had all kinds of success. But then he left with the intention of, I'm going to build my own, gets another all-star player, and they haven't been able to do anything. Like, what does this Nets run do for his legacy? Like, he's going to be one of the most interesting players to see post-career because I don't even know what happened. Like, we know that he's a one of the great, greatest Amen. scorers we've ever seen. He's a killer of the court. But I, I don't know what give, happened to I gotta give I got to give you credit. Because you said something one time that rings true to me, right, in our opinions. Because we're experiencing his career in the here and now, we know Mm -hmm. the bitch-assery of who he is. But you said, yo, dog, they don't even care about that 20, 30 years from now. They're just going to look at the numbers. They're going to look at the numbers. And because his numbers are amazing, (laughs) he got them. that's going to help. That's going to help his story. Yeah, he got them. He got them. That's, that's that, why that Wilt. A, that's why. That's why you can always throw Wilt in the conversation as a mega bomb. I'm sure there are cats like us that saw Wilt in real time. Like, man, this is a stat stuff. Cause my man put up twenty thousand laydowns. Like, yo, how can you deny twenty thousand laydowns and averaging <laughs> laydowns? Yo, lay there's down. just no way. I don't need. Yo, I don't even want the contact. Huh? Someone might have been stand up. <laughs> no wow. human being can do that. <laughs> Yo. Only only if the John was six three, and he definitely backed from six three. <laughs> Remember, he played volleyball, so you already know what he. You know what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, man, I have a hard time arguing with Wilt, man. Like, I just leave him out of the conversation because it's like, yo, my man had 100, yo. I saw Kobe get 80. My man got 20 more yeah. than that. My man got a whole nother good game beyond 80. <laughs> yo, he got a whole nother good game. Yo, that's yo, that's wild to even think about, yo. Yo, I yo, can't even. Quick. Yo, because the funny what, thing is, what I'm supposed to do with that? What, how I'm supposed yeah, to I saw JoJo. I saw JoJo score 59 the other day, right? And he was dominant in that game, like completely. Yo, dominant. he was cooking. He was, but he was so exhausted by the end. I'm like, yo, if nothing Wilt else, the whole another 41 past that. It's not the whole another 41. Yeah, the, just the stamina. Yo, I could literally go to the court by myself with just me and the ball, and I would struggle to score 100 because I'd be tired. Yo, that helps us understand how we got to 20,000. Y'all talking about his basketball. Exactly. I'm combining real life yeah. with this, man. My man's yeah, he was on game. No, yeah, he's on that Noni juice. Jensen, yeah, he Noni. Yeah. He, he was hitting him with the Roman swipe. But, yo, he, 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 yo Wilt, Wilt had that pink horsepower. But, yo. Um, yo, how many dirty Sanchez's uh, Wilt gave up? Yeah. Oh, hey, good. yo. <laughs> All right, so. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> said the chat. Says that Barkley still calls out names today. He does, but I think like for Barkley, it's almost like a shtick though. Like he does it. I don't know. Barkley got this weird um, personality that he's built, where he's able to just say wild stuff. Um, Neil says I tell my kids all the time. It's the way you say something, right? So it's it's, it's not just yeah, Neil. How you shout say out it. to you. You know it. Yeah, man. So yeah, so but that, that's 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 what's Bar- going Barkley, on there. Brooklyn is Barkley a complete. Barkley calls out names now. But Barkley didn't do that when he was in the locker room with these people. I mean, he did. I did hear him. Well, it depends. I heard him in the media call somebody out. He said one time, and I'll never forget this because it was one of the funniest things I've ever seen. 
And it's right before he had got traded, and the Sixers had made a trade, <clears throat> trying to help him, like, you know, stay in Philly by adding talent. And the boy said, yo, I asked him to give me help. I wanted Shaq, and they went and got Charles Shackle first. So what I'm supposed to do with that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yo. Yeah. <laughs> yo. I so tried I said, to defend so, you, Chuck. I tried. I can't. Yo, that was that was one of the funniest things ever because he called me like, yo, he's like, I asked for Shaq, and they got me Charles Shackleford. But anyway, shout to Charles Shackleford, wherever you may be. Yo, Charles Shackleford was like a pass yo, around. Chuck yo, Chuck out here. of control, man. What's wrong with Chuck, man? What's wrong with Chuck? Yo, yo that's the thing. But he built that persona. One of the things about Chuck is he started his career saying whatever was on his mind, doing that kind of stuff. So he's built a persona that he's carried on. It's like, and, you know, and here's the and other. The other thing is, the other thing is, we know no matter what Chuck said, Chuck wasn't running from nothing. Chuck wasn't scared. Oh, that's the other anything. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Durant well, is a fear. Durant no. is a fearful guy. Durant comes from a generation. We just had this conversation. He don't want to knuckle up. He's gonna go and get it done for sure because he's not knuckling up. <laughs> he don't want no eyeball Yo. to eyeball. He don't want to throw no hands. He trying to shoot you from as far away as possible. See that generation. It's funny though, right? Because. I, I, you know, I grew up in an era, right, where I would see guys like, you know, Bill Russell as a commentator, um, Willie Mays, like, would be on TV, like, being an analyst, and I would have, like, a, my grandpa would tell me just, like, how great these people were, and I'm like, hey, whatever, I ain't trying to hear that, man, yo, where, you know what I mean, like, where, where Magic, Barkley, and Bird at, like, that's, in Jordan, like, that, that's, you know what I mean, like, I wasn't trying to hear about them, but it's crazy now, because, again, this happens when you age, Talking to young boys, they don't even recognize Chuck played in the league. They love Charles, but they love Charles from TNT. And it's crazy because I'm like, yo, he was one of yo, the best players. They yo, like, oh, he played? Yo, I've having seen both men's career, I know that Charles Barkley is top three power forwards of all time and has an argument to the claim of the throne above Tim Duncan. And these young boys have no idea. Charles well, because they grew. Because think about it, he's been on TNT that long. He's been on TNT that long where that's what they know. Like they still love Charles, but that, that's also that also goes to show that he was able to make a legit transition where he can be known for something else. It's yeah, almost like yo, yeah, <laughs> yo, like my nephew was in shock when I had him go to YouTube because right because he didn't believe that Will Smith was a rapper. He's like yo, that's because in yo, his Will whole Smith life, is Will Smith is. Yo, but his whole life, Will Smith has done nothing but playing movies. So I told him that. He's like, no, I said, yo, dog, go to YouTube. Look up Fresh Prince. His like, whole life, he's done nothing but simp for Jada. <laughs> but think about that. But that also shows that he was able to get so good at a whole other craft that there are people out there who don't even recognize how nice he was. That's true. So, that's you know, I guess that's it's, very it's, true. It's kudos in one way. Great. And no, it also great shows you. Just, you brought we Will Smith up, so I just – in, in in thinking about that, I just had a question. Do you think Will let Jada take a poo poo in his mouth? Hey yo, ain't saying ain't saying anything. Hey yo, yeah, I got this. All I got right, a we weird theory on. about them, right? I got, I got a weird theory yeah, about yeah. them. I don't see them the way that everybody does, like with him being a cuckold okay. and all that. I feel like yo, I feel like he let her do whatever he wanted to do because I feel like he does everything he wants to do, but it's almost like he still at the same time tries to protect his brand. So he don't want to be, like, I guess it's hard to explain. I mean, it could be a whole show about this, but I, I really feel this way just watching how he moves, 
reading his book gave me a lot of insight. Like, he's very, very protective of how people see him. But he's also yeah. like, dog, he out here doing worse than she's doing. But she just owns it. Yo, so they, they weird together. There's a difference. There's a difference between men and women, and I'm not justifying his actions or hers. But as hunters and gatherers, right? A woman is a gatherer. From the time she hits puberty and is cute, she has access to all the penile that she wants. Period. Like it's just until she expires. For us, because we don't hunt for food anymore, we hunt for punani. Like. It's a different, it's a different nature. It's a different nature. I'm about to, I'm about to right. clip that audio file. We hunt for punani. Yeah, you got to. So I can, I can hunt. From an ego standpoint, I'm hunting to confirm my masculinity, but that has very little to do with love or, like, I feel like, I feel like he does what he wants to do because he has the position financially and ability-wise to do so, right or wrong. I feel like, yo, it doesn't matter what man you are. Well, there are some different dudes out here, so I don't want to – let me qualify that. You're not trying to see or think or hear or feel about your woman's heels up by her ears and her catching the jacket. (laughs) Listen, what I learned is – what I learned in life as I get older, some dudes honestly really don't care. I ain't one of them, but some, I'm just saying some, they exist. Some dudes, but you think that he's one of those dudes? Because those, those dudes you're talking about, I think there's less than a million of them in human history. I, listen, I, I, would, I would tend to – first of all, I don't know how to respond to what you said. I feel like I'm supposed to say the term patriarchy because I feel like that's, what, that's what's supposed to go here. So I'm just going to say patriarchy and gaslight because I don't know what else to say. But um, <laughs> but but but, get, but getting back but getting you know, but getting back to the conversation, I would think that there's a small number of them. But honestly, the the the, the older I get, the more people I meet, the real, more I realize that yo, we are we kind of were like raised in the same environment and are cut from a certain cloth. Like it's just one of those right. things where people don't see the world we do, and we look at folks as being weirdos. But the weirdos might outnumber us. There are I, don't, dudes, I, don't, I, actually, I don't. I don't. And, 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 and I don't think. And the crazy part is right because because mm-hmm. the male ego is a, is, a, is, a, is a bit much, right? So the male ego is a bit much. It, it's and, a. It is. I ain't, dog, I ain't one of them dudes. I ain't gonna hold you. I'll be completely honest with with you in the audience. Like I'm, I'm, I'm semi jealous dude. So I ain't with that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. what I realize is everybody don't everybody don't see the world like me, and especially yo, women. I talk to women. Legit, I talk to Jimmy. women who don't even. 90, 90, not more than ninety percent of us are just like you. If if you tie if you tie ego and jealousy together, ninety yeah. percent of us are ego driven and jealous. So that's why. Are there more weirdos now than ever before? Of course there are, and and to respond to the patriarchy comment for our female for our, for our lady listeners, listen. It's not about patriarchy. I'm talking about male and female nature, and I'm not. I'm talking about it non-judgmentally. So I'm not saying that our nature is right and y'all nature is wrong, or vice versa. Or I'm not saying I'm not passing judgment on whether it's right. I'm just saying it is what it is, and that's that's like men hunt, and we have replaced hunting for food or hunting for other things or even defense of our families with hunting the 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 sweet 
you know, nectar of bucks. <laughs> bucks you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a hunting stuff. thing. It's a vice It's a vice versa with women because a an attractive woman, even a not, damn near a non-attractive woman has all of what she wants as much as she wants until she can't. It's, it's Dog, totally well, I think, again, again, right? Culture, because these mm-hmm. women out here are mad aggressive in 2022, dog. They they hunters it, now. Yes. Like, yes, <laughs> like yes, yo, they, they, they hunters, dog. They, they be out here hunting. Like, they, yo, they snipers. They hunters. Like, they, yo, they snatch bodies. They, they keep count. Like, I don't like again, well, culture. That, that, shift, goes, that, goes, that, goes, that goes into the majority of women, right? 80% of women want percent of men. So that's what makes them. You know, but that we going I, again, down a whole nother. I know, I know. I, off the Kevin Durant quote, yo, this is what we do though. I, I, again, I'm just going to say this is what we do. I don't know what else to say because it's our show. You know what, what we do. He got me well, out here and Will Smith soft, uh, cuckold ass off of a Kevin Durant uh, quote. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I have no idea how he got there. But yo, real quick though, Saturday week, um, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Now has four top ten ranked commits for the class of twenty twenty three. They got the number one commit, which is DJ Wagner, number two, Justin Edwards, number five, Aaron Bradshaw, number eight, Rob Dillingham. So they got four. DJ top 10 DJ going DJ Wagner is the uh that's the Prince of New Jersey, right? The Prince of Camden? Yes, yes, yes it is. Yes it is. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Yo. So they got four of the top ten dudes in the entire country are going to Kentucky. So there's something to look out for. Like, I, and again, this isn't the first time. I mean, we we all remember the Fat Five and all that. I don't know if it's ever resulted in a championship, but it's all, it's just something you know to be excited and to watch for. Um, sure. I wish they would have you know went went to Howard or something like that. But that's either here or there. I'm gonna keep that to myself. Um, oh, Mikey hurt me. I'm gonna just say that. <laughs> yeah, Mikey. Mikey talked all that trash and was like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna go somewhere else. I'm gonna go be with Penny. You know, you know who was the first one to let me know and see that though. Contributor. Oh, Purdue contributor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Perdue here's the thing all, though. All I don't know what uh what Penny got going on, man. Like, but Penny has done it. Admit, yo, Penny pulled up to that campus, dog, and it's like he getting all kinds of like you know high level. You know, yo, I, mean, I understand Penny. Penny they didn't see him play. Anthony. Anthony Anthony Hardaway is the Michael Jordan of college coaching. Yeah, like college he's able to, right. his, at least yeah, college recruiting. Yeah, but I think eventually it's going to turn itself into some success, and I think that's always amazing to see because, I mean, again, he's going to have an impact on these young men's lives. Like from all from everything I hear, um, he stays in contact with them even after they're outside of the program. Like from his AAU days, like so he's built a reputation and he's helping these young men. So shout out to Penny. You know what I'm saying? Because that's another one. People don't remember just how great Penny was because, it's, you know, it was short. A short, short run, but Penny was him, though. Like Penny was yeah. definitely him. Yeah, Penny was him. He was definitely him. So, anyway, man, so be on the lookout for Kentucky. We'll see We'll see what they uh, – what they um do this year, um well next year rather in 2023 with all these recruits. Um, and shout to DJ Wagner. You know what I mean? That's Juan Wagner's little boy, the Prince of New Jersey, like B. Austin said. Um, yeah, man. So that is the uh, stat of the week. Yo, I got a bonus stat of the week for you that I found funny as hell. Um, and let me get it for you real fast. I, I found this to be extremely hilarious. Um, 
here it is right here. Anthony Edwards, right? He's ran a pick and roll with Rudy Gobert 125 times so far this season. He's only passing the ball four times. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, shut up the air. And Yo, you better find not that. pass that big bum the ball. Yo, I found I saw that stat and I died laughing. I'm like, yo, folks in the league really do not bang with the ball. Like, yo, Donovan Mitchell was willing to go play in the Midwest to get away from ball. Like, he was like, yo, I mean, he was already in Utah, but still, he was like, yo, send me to Cleveland. He probably like, smell, he probably smell like a million rotten salami, and y'all know why. I'm not going any deeper into that. But he's offensively inept. He's offensively inept, and Amp has not made it in his spiritual progression to a place where he's like, yo, I'm going to give his, I'm going to get his bum ball these points and let him get off. Let him get a couple buckets. Let him feel good. No, Amp is out there with the Draco with the dum dums and the <laughs> drum clip and the drum clip. Yeah. And he's letting it fly for all of those that voted, you know, for the other ball for rookie of the year when he should have got it. So he's on the get back. I see you, Ant Man. Go get that. That's that dude. Yeah. Rudy I, Joker, I found that crying, to be hilarious. Crying and bitching because he didn't make the offseason. He's a man. Yeah, man. So anyway, <laughs> I found that's a bonus Saturday week that I just saw, and I was like, yo, I got to bring this up. It's kind of hilarious. Um, but getting into some NFL talk real fast though, the Eagles finally got a loss. Um, they finally got a loss. They lost to uh. To the Commanders, as uh, they doing that little that little diddly bop they got. Um, what do you think about the game? Like, what was your thoughts on the game? Is it something to be like you know, um, panic about, or oh, you know, just they had to, they eventually oh, oh, get an L? Overall, I'm I'm actually I'm thankful, and here's why: um, being a unbeaten team comes with a level of pressure that you and I can't even begin to imagine to relate to. And there there were people already starting to talk that 72 Dolphins talk. Um, and I saw the grandest cheater, the guy that tries the hardest, a.k.a. Tom Brady, go 17-0 and and lose. And I saw the pressure that he was under and that team was under. I'd rather – we take the L midseason, especially with Jalen Hurts being a young QB and and the talent surrounding him being young guys. We we have some veteran leadership, don't get me wrong, but we're overall we're a young NFL team. Yo, we don't need that pressure. We need to focus on going as far as we can go in the playoffs, being as successful as we can be. We'll need to focus on being unbeaten. Now, would I have rather it not been Cobra? Absolutely. Would I rather that we played the role of G.I. Joe in most episodes? Of course. However, however, I'll take the L now. We'll learn from it. What do we learn? Defensively, defensively, we need more large, fat human beings. To my brethren, Linval, Linval Joseph. <laughs> Linval Joseph, 6 three, three forty. In the middle. <laughs> we just signed Linval. He's 34 years old. He, he he might not have the stamina at 6'3", 340 to play 
um, a 17-game season. So we get him in this week, and he got a nine-game run plus the playoffs. Linval is going to come in there and give us the equivalent of Jordan Davis without the upside. Jordan, <laughs> come down, selector. <laughs> Run the track now. Um, I, I believe Jordan can elevate to a level that matches Fletcher Cox prime and maybe beyond. We'll see. We'll see. Even now, he's he's played amazing for us as a run stopper. Linval can come in, plug that gap, plug that hole, give us some more solid run defense until Jordan Davis gets back, and then you have options with your run defenders. So I love that move. We have to stop the run. We have to have more sound defensive principles and not count on turning the ball over twice a game to stop teams. We have to. And so running, teams are running on us. Teams are running on us, and, and that's what we have to. Gap responsibility comes into play, and just fat guys up front having the will to stop the run. Listen, man, we've been preaching that for years on the show. The game is one with the fat guys up front because watching that sure. game, those fat guys from the Redskins up front was 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 getting to it. Um, yeah, the Eagles, it was Eagles. Shout to Howie, man. Howie saw the game was like, yo, pass me my phone. Yo, because <laughs> <laughs> now, right now, he got coming. He got in the fourth come quarter. down selector, but also Dominican Sue just signed with the Birds too. Like they was like, yo, go get oh. the OG Sue. Oh, yeah. we signed. We signed a madman. Yeah. I hope that he's every bit the maniac that he has always been. I hope that he doesn't get suspended with us more than one game, and I hope that happens in the regular season and not the playoffs. Now, the funny thing with Ndamukong, watching him play for the Bucks, you could say he's out of his prime, but he's able to make plays as if he were still in his prime, at least – like, I saw him, like, get his, his quick twitch, like, getting off the ball quick, uh, rushing two, uh, two, two blockers, two linemen, and beating them. Like, he still looks like in a – I'll say this. I won't bring up prime. He still looks to me like an elite defensive tackle. Like, he's still, to me, yeah. the equivalent of a Fletcher Cox. Like, he ain't falling Yo. to me. <laughs> So they got Adamicum Sue and they got a uh, Jamaica's good, very good. But you know, it, the funny thing about Sue is Sue has always been one of the more interesting um, athletes that I've ever seen because, like, I've seen him off the field, and the dude is brilliant and articulate, yes, and just like, and then he gets in the calm, field, and he's a and he's <laughs> calm he's a and pleasant animal. Yo, my man off the field, he he behaves like yo. Can you go take my grandma to the grocery store and make sure you carry? No, the boy be the boy be hanging with the boy be hanging with Warren Buffett. Like he really be like a, a different, like a a, a docile Yo, human being. My but man, get, my get man on gets field. on the field and he tries to step on your head. Like if you didn't have a helmet, Yo. he might crush your grapefruit. Like he with that. Yeah, that's weird though. A straight killer, straight killer. Like some of them dudes, like dudes like Kobe, Yo, he's MJ. He's psychotic. Like, them dudes is like psychotic, is psychotic even off the court. They, they didn't know how to cut it off. He has his ability to cut it off and on. It's actually kind of scary when you think about it. But, uh, yeah, he, he, you know, he's completely so that's, he nuts. Was, he, oh, that's uh, amazing. Those were two. Yeah. Yo, Howie. Yo, yo, we going to make our, one of our listeners, 
one of our listeners, he's going to stutter and stammer a little bit, but he's going to call Howie directly, and he's going to apologize to Howie's face. Yeah, yeah yo, Howie, Howie said <laughs> might be two of the best and greatest moves I've ever seen Howie make. If we went – no, I don't even want to say that. If we go to the second round of the playoffs, yo – Salute to you, Howie. I've never seen a GM make a more brilliant. No, that's a, a, that's a, that's a successful season because this team, and that's the thing about it, because of the success they have right now, people forget this team is, like, in the process of rebuilding. But I don't even know if you can say that now the way Howie making moves. Like, Howie, like, Yo, look, I saw what the Rams I did. Haven't, I haven't watched Linval Joseph play in probably about three years, so I don't know what he has. I remember what he was in his prime. He was tough. He's nice against the run. But Sue, I saw Sue play last year. And I thought, yo, the Bucks are foolish not to re-sign him. I don't know what y'all doing. Yo, he looked. He, he looked. Was, I think he was waiting he, to join the contender. He's waiting to join the contender, and he signed yeah, a one-year yeah. deal, so he's he's going for it. But um, yeah, yeah, man. So salute to Howie, man. Um, what's other thing interesting about this Eagles game is uh, you know how the the Commanders uh, you know, adorn their quarterback after the game. The same way that the Vikings have done Kirk Cousins where they, uh, you know, um, put all sorts of ice, uh, as we call it in the community. They put all kinds of ice and jewelry on to get a video for socials. Um, I guess that's the new wave now. Um, so the question I have is, do you have any do you have problems with football players adorning their QBs with jewelry and posting on social media after a big win? What's your thoughts on this uh, thing that the Vikings seemingly started and now, you know, Folks are I'm know, going doing to, the same thing. What do you think about it? I'm, I'm going to pull a, a a card, pun intended, from our brother Dev, right? Mm-hmm. Do we as black people play the race card too much? Probably. Who created the game? Who dealt who dealt the cards? Who created the game and who dealt the cards? So I am lightweight offended because I feel as though there's a little bit of, I don't know, there's a little bit of appropriation, there's a little bit of poking fun of black culture in that somewhere, somehow. You could also argue, well, is being loud, obnoxious, and wearing a whole bunch of jewelry black? Is that something mm-hmm. that you associate with? You know, fair fair enough, you're right, maybe you know, that, that, that's a negative on my side, but I just feel like it's, there's something there. I'm not going to say it makes me uncomfortable, but it's something there, but it's black players on the team. It's a 72% black league and black men in this country don't have a problem letting themselves be exploited. And you would chase after Kirk Cousins' sister. So he's chasing after a little bit of your, your culture. Yeah. All right. So, so here's the thing, right? Um, oh, man, you you done made it an uh, even deeper conversation. Man. So I'm gonna try to stick to the topic though, because uh, no, no, go, go deep. That's what she said. Go deep, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. But you were talking about like, do we, do we, you know, um, pull the race car too much? Uh, I don't think we pulled enough. But that's either here nor there. The thing ah, about this word. whole situation with the with the Vikings and all that. Um, yo, I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I do think it, I think it's, you know, uh, somewhat cooning, um, you know, at least a, a half a coon. They get a, they only get like, you know, they only get a thousand lashes, but they do get some lashes. Now, 
as Umar would say. But King Kong consciousness. Yo, but this, here's the crazy part. This is why I talk about the way we were raised and how we come up. What bothered me the most about the Redskins is like, yo, y'all can't come up with nothing original yourself. Y'all just y'all 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 cold offing. Like, why y'all biting? And I know that sounds crazy because my first thought wasn't, oh, that's cool. My first thought was, why y'all why y'all trying to be on their Like, why you just copying what they did? Like, y'all corny. That was my first thought. Because, you know, I come up to the age where you don't you don't shark bite. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know. I mean I mean look look at look at Nas cover. I mean niggas no my my fault. Who saying it's for the children. But anyway, um so that was probably uh, my biggest complaint with it. But like y'all corny. But yeah, they gotta stop. If a, if a third team do it, then it's gonna be a problem. Like that's just you know what I mean, y'all gotta stop right now. And quarterbacks out there, y'all gotta stop letting them do this stuff too, yo. They don't know no better. They think they're yeah. building with their team. They're showing camaraderie. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yo, so that that you gotta hold the 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 brothers accountable because they. But then a lot of them are lost, man. That's kind of what I say. You know, they get in the league and, you know, they looking for Kirk Cousins' sister. They looking for you know. Type, hey, uh, Taylor yo, Hunt. they need second childhood. You know what I'm saying? They 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 shot shot to our brother Tobias. They looking for the young ladies that he uh, frolics with. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah. you know. Where's the gun line, the, the ones with, I don't want to cross the gun line. Master Jerry said, do not take a knee. You better stand here and cover your heart <laughs> and sing the Star Spaniel Bank. With the paler complexion, man. Shout out to Tobias, man. You know what you be into, dog. Anyway, um, man, so, yeah, so uh, that's my, my perspective is, yo, yo, why y'all biting, though? Like, y'all need to chill. So, you know, you got any other thoughts about, uh, you know, the new wave of, of – you know, cats getting you know jeweled up. Really, if you want to get technical, they're they're both biting off of the brothers at the University of Miami. A rare, yeah, that's true too. Level that, that, of ignorance, yeah, with the turnover, the turnover chain, a turnover, the turnover. Now, yeah, that, that was that was that was, that was a little bit of a little bit of unin as well, but it didn't bother. But it was me. but it was original when they did it though. It was original when but they this, did it. This, it was original this comes too. off worse. This this comes off worse because they be putting real ice on these dudes. Like it ain't even like a fake chain. Like the turnover. Like it ain't fake. They, they got the juice. bread. They, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. all put their bread together and went to Jacob and got this made. And you know, you know how it's such a copycat league. Somebody's thinking of a way to like really exploit that even further. So now somebody's doing something drawn that we ain't seen yet, but we're going to see that it really comes from this. We're going to see it. And we know it's going to happen. And it's probably it's probably going to be a corner or a wide out. Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, those are the, the flashy times. Because there are no more Jarrell subs. And in terms of, like, a mockery of black culture, I found that question interesting, too. Like, is this a mockery of black culture? Because um, yeah. same, same my culture. Like, well, I, th- I think there's – you know, again, this sounds like so cliche, but black folks are not a monolith. So yeah, but I get there. But this is a subset of black culture. Let's put it that way. <clears throat> right. Get to them. Let's put it that get way. To it is a subset. It is a subset of black culture. But this ain't my black culture. So yeah, y'all gotta chill. All the teams out there who's playing something even more drawn, chill, y'all. Chill out. Real quick though, chill let's out. run. Let's run through these. Let's run through this pick six, man. We got um. Six games real quick. Just tell me who your winner is. We got the mm-hmm. Titans at the Packers. Who you got? Titans. 
Ooh, yo, I don't know. Aaron Rodgers looked like he heard me slander him last week. He came, he came, you know, the ball, but brother through twenty, oh, he threw twenty. King Henry. Yeah, but guess what? That's when he's most effective. That's the crazy part about Aaron Rodgers. As great as he is, he's even greater when they have the running game working. Like, yeah. if, if you look at the successful seasons they had, is when they had like a balance because. You know, he can't go out there and throw the ball 60 times. That ain't going to work. Anyway, um, <sighs> that, that, that Lambeau field. I'm just going to pick the Packers because they're home. You're probably right about the Titans, though. How about I'm going to pick the Titans because they, they actually have a Titan. Like, they're one of the few teams that have, like, their mascot. It's not a mascot. <laughs> yeah. They have a Titan Shout to in King the Henry. backfield. King Henry. Shout out to King Henry. Yo. Jets at Patriots. Who you got? Jets. I'm taking the Patriots because the Jets let me down. When the Patriots played at the Jets a couple weeks ago, that was their opportunity to, like, show that they're the new kid in town and beat up on the Patriots, and they got smoked. So yeah. I'm taking the Patriots at home. Now, I don't know what it is about Belichick, but he just – he got something against the Jets, dog. He owned him. He ain't been, so che- he ain't been cheating the way you usually used to cheat. <laughs> so now we got the uh, the lowly Rams with the lowly Saints. Oh, my God, this league is terrible. Who you got, Rams or Saints? <laughs> I <don't need> <laughs> Yo, I know, um, right? Is Jay is Jameis playing? Um, probably not. All right, I'm gonna go Rams. All right, how about Cowboys at Vikings? Vikings. Two teams with a winning record. The Vikings are at Vikings. home, so I'm going with the Vikings. Uh, yeah, Kirk Cousins and, uh, better than Kirk. the Cowboys quarterback. Kurt Buzzins, because he's a blood now. That he, I'm, no, I'm, oh, he blood, um, he blood. Kurt Buzzins. He better. They, 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 they jumped Cousins, him in on the airplane with the, with the ice. How can, he be a, how can he be a blood when he could? Yeah. And, uh, Tobias just said uh, that Jameis is still considered injured, so he ain't playing. But anyway, I'm going with Kurt Buzzins. Um, we got the he can't be Kurt Buzzins. He could. He cousin. He could, man. He community revolution <laughs> in progress. <laughs> So neighborhood. The other one, the Chief, Chiefs at Chargers. Who you got? The Chiefs at Chat Chargers. Chiefs. All right. Got you. I'm rolling with the Chiefs as well. Tobias, we got you in one second. Once I ask him about this game, which is the 49ers at the Cardinals. Who you got, good brother? I got the Niners by 40. All right. The Niners by Oriental. 40. Oriental boy ain't doing his homework like an Oriental. Hey, yo, those are the thoughts to be awesome. What I will say is he ain't played last week. I don't know if he's playing this week. But uh, the Niners are, are, are coming together, man. They got they got Hacha back there, and he's doing his thing. So I'm picking the Niners as well. Real quick, though, before we bring Tobias on the speak, I'll let everybody know that if you want to, um, you know, get on the line like Tobias is waiting now, call 323-410-0012. That is the Digital Extreme Technologies Hotline. So, you know, make sure you get with us. But we're getting ready to talk about what happened this past week while you were on the Grizz Nye. And if you need a custom website, go to Digital Extreme Technologies, right? Go to digitalextremetech.com or call 267-205-4203 and go, yeah, and they'll, you know, take care of you real quick. Tobias, before I bring you on, I got to announce the next topic real quick because I want to get your opinion on this as well. So, um, and again, we're talking about what happened this week. While you were on the uh, all right, so here's the, here's the topic. I'm gonna I'm lay the topic out, and then I'm gonna bring Tobias on the answer first. 
the topic is this, man. Herschel Walker, right? Uh, you know, running back legend Herschel Walker is in a runoff election in Georgia. He actually got as close, and you know, B. Austin is down there. So I mean, you know, he wants to answer for that. But uh, let's get to bias on the line and hear what you got to say about uh, Herschel out there, man. Roll damn side. Right. What's up, Roll. What's going on, gentlemen? Roll damn side. I had to ask a question about Herschel before I brought you on, good brother, because I got to get your opinion on what's hey. going on with Herschel. Well, they both like well, Hey, all I got to say is that as Jason Whitlock said about uh, Shannon Sharp, the guy told Whitlock that, hey, Shannon's one of those hate the ch- love the fruit, hate the tree people. And just like Herschel, Whitlock said Shannon loves that fruit, if you catch what I'm saying. Uh, but <laughs> Herschel. <laughs> Whitlock, they cooking me. that dude. He's hilarious. But, Yo, they cooking the unks, man. Oh, the yeah. the uh, but thing is, Herschel, man, it shows how society is, and they and they using him as a puppet because the right wing can't control him. Um, but what Herschel doesn't get is, as someone I heard say, white supremacy breaks their tools eventually. He has no backup. If he doesn't win, he's done. The other thing is. It's pretty sad that Raphael Warnock has to have a runoff against this guy, <laughs> you know. Yeah, but that, that to me, like, I think that regardless, you lost anyway. The fact that you got to do a runoff with a dude who, like, is supposed to be talking about policy and is talking about where whether whether a werewolf can kill a vampire. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes, and, and that and that that's the bigger issue in my opinion, but it also shows how the Democratic Party is the it's like social media has hurt the Democratic Party. I think it started when Obama was in. Now people pass on information showing stuff. Where you saying, mind you, this is Georgia. Warnock's in Atlanta. And anybody B Austin knows this. There's Atlanta and there's the rest of the state of Georgia. <laughs> they ain't alike. Yeah. My homegirl just told me that. She was like, Atlanta is not Georgia. I was like, yo, but it's she's like, no, Atlanta is not Georgia. And white people don't hang out with black people in Atlanta. Trust me. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. You're you absolutely right. I've, I've been there. They, they, they don't. Yeah. And, uh, and the party has continued to ignore black voters for all this time. And it got highlighted when Obama was in office. And you seeing Biden giving out money to Ukraine, say this, but it comes to black people, they go they go mute when it's, you can hear rat pee on cotton when it comes to stuff for us. See, what happens is with the, the Republicans, you can tell you want to about the Republicans, Herschel Walker, these guys got a message and they actually speak to their base. And uh, ours, like our people don't get anyone speaking for us. They try to separate us from gender war, black women and black men. But mm-hmm. the republic, like, what if, like, when Trump went run, we knew it was make America great again, MAGA. And I think him and DeSantis will have MAGA wars in a couple of years. But uh, you oh, know, man, but, I'm looking forward to that they gonna go at each other. Uh, I know, man. I know, it's gonna be They're filling it as a civil war is going on within the GOP. But go ahead, somebody. Dog. Yeah, and the you, GOP you won't be the one of them. That's the crazy, yo, you know Trump got his best people in the room right now uh, working on nicknames, like some, some slanderous nickname for dude, like, they, they call yeah, him Yeah, he already calls him Ron Sanctimonious. 
<laughs> Did he? Hey, Trump, Trump had yeah, to be the first, first battle rapper ever to be president. Uh, you know, but yeah, he got yeah he got but, punches. Yeah, but it just shows it's like the Democrats. We don't even know what their message is. Uh, their message is, oh, don't don't vote Republican. They'll put you in chains. But yet, when it comes to our economic empowerment, y'all ain't done nothing either. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you know, and, you know, Tobias. I don't I don't disagree with anything you're saying. But the the problem is you have two amazingly weak parties where strategy is concerned because yep. the GOP allowed for these ultra-right-wing, like, nutty-ass terrorists to take over, and their entire platform was stop the steal in 2022. Something that occurred in 2020, 2020 you're still running on in 2022 – and they didn't count on Gen Z and Gen X coming to the polls, and these young kids ain't trying to hear that. Even if they, even if they're, even if they in nature, even if they do want to go against the Democrats, they're not trying to hear you talk about supporting January sixth. So that's how the yep. GOP ended up. And B Austin, you're right because like out here, Carrie Lake, she was one of the extremist right wingers, oh and she lost. God. Yo, yo, what is wrong with her, yo? She is nuts. She was trying to get rid of the Super Bowl. I'm like, oh, yeah, she was done. We time I get rid of the Super Bowl, fight the NFL. I know she was done. <laughs> Jimmy, you ever, you ever looked at Carrie, Carrie Lake? And, and by the way, as that forbidden fruit is, is known, she is kind of attractive. But, yo, she yep. is bat-ish crazy. <laughs> yep. bat- yeah. Put it like this, man. This place is guns and all that stuff. Republican out here, they weren't voting for because they like, why are you messing with the Super Bowl here? Because you know a lot of white people with money gonna make money that weekend out here. And uh, so yeah, she's what so, happens? She's it, so crazy. She's so crazy. The crazy people don't bang with her. Yeah, here's the other thing, right? Like y'all talking about the extremists. The GOP wants an establishment candidate who isn't far right because when we was growing up. We had the normal Republicans who just talked about the taxes and the deficit. <laughs> you know, Dog, yeah. yo, the, I thought about this. About yo, if you look at the the GOP candidates that ran when we were younger, they would be considered like left at this point. They not even they, like, yeah, they, they would be considered it's crazy. super moderate. It's yeah, like, like it's I, crazy. I, it's, like, it's like you can hey, vote for uh, those people. No one with bad uh, eye because hey, they were talking about okay. money. Yo, they they. It's so bad the Democrats support Cheney's daughter. Like, and she's why. Um, Herschel, Herschel Walker. I'm gonna talk about Herschel for a minute. A part of the, a part of the extremist component of MAGA, which is within the GOP party, is the evangelicals. The white Christian nationalist movement is a part is a sub movement of Make America Great Again, just like QAnon. But QAnon is one group, the white nationalist, white Christian nationalist evangelicals. And just to show you how nuts, completely nuts this is, Herschel Walker is running on two things. Stop the steal, stop the steal is first, and battling abortion, abortion rights. So about 45 days ago, Jimmy, it came out that Herschel 
has recently, like I'm talking about within the last five years, paid for three abortions. He also <laughs> was caught on on tape threatening his ex-wife and threatening to kill her, holding a gun to all that. So here's my here's the issue, right? You guys are white Christian nationalists. How are you supporting a candidate who has gone against the very platform that you've propagated and pushed out there as one of your strongest tenets, which is Ooh. no abortion? And this dude Ooh. is caught like they have the actual records of him paying for and being a part of three abortions. Why? Y'all don't care about him as a candidate. All you care about is the control that he will exercise over policy or the control he will allow you to exercise over policy. So you're hypocrites. You're hypocritical. And and to white Jesus, they pray to their God, white supremacy. uh, Absolutely. Yeah, and and that's what they do because you can't be about family values and all that and you allow that, you know. uh, but it's it's now, a hold, show. Hold on one, one second, Tobias. One second. As people listening are wondering if we're a sports show or not, uh, we are definitely sports focused. And the reason that this is relevant is every single Herschel Walker ad talks about him being a Georgia football star. Every ad. <laughs> yeah. And NFL running back or Georgia. Oh. Can I bring up this football topic, right? Y'all talking about, like, that Saints game. And this is how dirty the, the cold – not really dirty, a cold game the NFL is and how players should look out for themselves. That was an article one – like, because, you know, you can't get nothing from the national media. You got to get it from your local people. You know that. But, like, Jameis Winston did, did a sit-down with his guys at the New Orleans site. Dennis Allen, remember he said that he started Andy Dalton because of the performance stuff, right? Well, found mm-hmm. out. The guy still ain't healthy. Now he got a broken back. He tore a tendon in his foot in the Bucks game, and he shouldn't have gone back out there. Hell, he should have been on IR like a couple other Saints right now, and they haven't put him on IR. So he still tried him out there against the Bucks, knowing he could throw or move. Same thing with the Panthers. Now he can say we go with Andy Dalton for performance and Andy Dalton's ass. <laughs> we know that. And uh, it's not like the young rookie, you know. But uh, but he was saying that I wasn't healthy, and he made them had them guys hop on a plane to England with a bad back and a bad foot. Should have stayed at home, right? But at the same time, these players got to be like, "Hey, look, man, I'm hurt. I ain't playing. If y'all ain't gonna keep me anyway, I might as well rest up and heal up. And I had no bad tape. So now he had a good one game when he was healthy. Now he had the bad tape from these other ones." Same thing happened to Baker Mayfield. I'm not saying Baker Mayfield's good or anything, but you got that bad tape trying to play hurt. Players, especially when you're fighting for your career, shouldn't be trying to play hurt because no one's giving you doing you any favors. Especially when you got the narrative yeah. out there already. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. Where's his career go from here? To be honest. He, the Colts wanted to sign him because he had to, they, they wouldn't bring a plane. He decided to stay in New Orleans. My thing was Sean Payton's gone. Sean Payton believed in you. These other guys tried to get to Sean Watson. That should have been a writing on the wall. Say, well, I just go to Indy, see what's up, <laughs> you know. 
Because if they don't believe in you, they didn't want you, the earliest little thing, they're going to make a change. Especially uh, when they brought Andy uh, Dalton in. Uh, Jameis is a lost, is a lost cause. Um, oh, oh, it's over. It's over. But yeah. I, I look at it as like it's a lesson for like other players out there. Yeah. Um, that, that, because what we can hope for is journeyman, a journeyman's career. Geno Smith. He, no, no, Geno's going to end up better in a better Geno's career, based on what I'm seeing now, he might end up in a much better situation than Jameis. Jameis can hope for Ryan Fitzpatrick. That's his ceiling. And you know what? Ryan. Because it, you, you hit a point because it's all about situations. And it's also about narratives. Hold on. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right. I mean, no, you're right. That's why I was asking about his career overall. Like, it's just, I don't know, yeah, man. Like, you know. It's over, but uh, it's situational because, like, for instance, right, I'm not the biggest Justin Fields believer, right, but I do think the Bears should go all in on what he could do, right? But has anyone brought up anything about Trevor Lawrence? <laughs> you know, uh, it's like narratives from the media a lot of cases. And once that narrative's on you, it's like that spot on Lady Macbeth. It ain't coming out because ain't no one criticized Trevor Lawrence yet. All right, Urban Meyer, that was last year. What about this year? <laughs> you know? Uh, but but the problem with Trevor Lawrence was it's the hype, the unfair hype they put on him. And anything short of that, they going to cook him for that. And I just think that it's like, for instance, right, when Deshaun Watson went to Houston, Houston wasn't terrible. They were making playoffs with T.J. Yates, right? Uh, Mahomes went to Kansas City, who made the playoffs with Alex Smith and got Andy Reid as a coach. It's not how high you go. It's where you go. Look what Lamar went to. Josh right. Allen went to a team that went all in on him, his style, and like right. Lamar, went to a good organization. There's a reason the Jets, the Lions, heck, even the Bucks. Can't get it right because even with Tom, the Bucks have never a second contract. That includes Doug Williams and Steve Young. Yeah, you know. I mean, it is what and, it is. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, before I run, guys, I know you guys got to run. Uh, boy, y'all look at this NBA stuff, right? And I, I hear all the media, right? Uh, one, the Nets are going ahead and trade KD be through with it. You stink. It's over. Just trade them. Uh, I think the Lakers should trade Westbrook to a team like Charlotte later on in the year. So Charlotte would take him, get him off the book. Because what's the point of being up against the cap when you're a play-in team? And my Chicago Bulls, we stink. And we can't even – even I ain't going to have our own first-round pick in a year where we got two generational talents because we want Nikola Vucevic. So I'm like, as Jimmy likes to say, most of these teams don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, and, hell, and if y'all want Zach Levine, I might trade him, too. Uh, yeah. yeah. My rant's over on that one, man. He's pissing me off, man. But, uh, <laughs> oh, by the way, you know, like, like I put this in the, in the group chat that all these, these front office guys were saying how Ed Reed wasn't that good coming out the draft and all that stuff. The dude was just a goat safety. That's how you know they don't know what the hell they're looking at. But also – I know I'm a Bama homer, and everybody's talking about Bryce Young because he's small. Why he going to fair? Well, there's a lot of big prototypical quarterbacks in the league who suck ass right now, too. 
So why not come up with a smaller guy? Uh, you know, because are there five quarterbacks that you feel comfortable giving $40 million to in this league right now? I mean, probably not, but there probably never is. There's never more than five good quarterbacks, in my opinion. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, the quarterback it, position is so is so valuable. Like, it's just because there's not too many of them in there. It's now, average. That doesn't mean it's you like, can't win, but that, 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 that doesn't mean you can't win with a guy that's average, though, because that's possible, too. Yeah, because I think you should build your team up first because these quarterbacks get drafted so high and teams are bare bones, they're done. But also, this guy's and I'm out. Y'all might want to bet against the team who's playing the Cardinals because they Colt McCoy actually they actually like playing for Colt McCoy and Colt McCoy actually does his homework. That's why I, yeah that was the only game I won last week. I lost my shirt, but hey, you guys have a good one, man. Hey, you guys take it easy. All right, man, have a good one, Tobias. Roll time, B. Austin. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> Shout out to Tobias, man. Roll damn tide. Um. Three zero one eight seven three. I tried to see if you wanted to come on. You raised your hand to come on, but uh, you didn't say anything. So you know, I don't know what to tell you. But we got a couple more topics before we get out of here, man. First off, um, the first thing is three UVA football players were shot and killed on the field uh, field trip bus. That was a sad, sad story, man. Did you you got any thoughts about um that whole situation? Oh man, just uh, rest in rest in peace, rest in power. Um, I'm prayerfully, I'm, I'm hoping for the full recovery of the other students, the non-athlete students that were injured in that. Um, and, yeah. and prayerfully, uh, they, uh, they recover fully, man. So, yeah. I can't imagine uh, like even being a witness to something like that. It was definitely, definitely tough and crazy. All right, man. I want to I don't want to end on that note. So I got to bring this story up, man. Yo, Larsa Pippen and Marcus Jordan are officially a couple now, like TMZ reported it. They come, they, they, they're announcing they're a couple now. Um, <laughs> yo, I don't even know what to say, yo. Um, yo, because I, I know what I to saw say. someone say that she babysitted Michael him before, Jordan, but you know I Michael don't know. Jordan is the greatest. Michael Jordan is the greatest. Yo, that's the funny thing is like Marcus is the son of a legend, and he's gonna be known for this. But yeah, this is this is this is wild, yo. This is wild. Um, shout out to them though, man. You know, good luck to y'all, man. Hopefully everything works out. But uh. Before we get out of here, man, I got to talk about this Dayton Sports History, which is brought to you by Sports the Book, greatest sports book ever written. That's the bottom line. Go to warroomsports.com and get Sports the Book. But November 17, 1956, Syracuse fullback Jim Brown scores an NCAA record of 43 points versus Colgate. He scored 43 points himself. Like, anyway. Um, so shout out to Jim Brown, the ultimate legend. We'd like to give a big War Room salute. To this historical moment, and shout out to um, you know the legend Jim Brown. But it's time for us to get out of here. Thank you, brothers and sisters, for joining us for another briefing in the war room. Shout out to everybody in the chat room, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Everybody who called and got in, we appreciate it. Uh, those that we couldn't get to, or those that didn't want to come on, you no, know, we apologize. We'll be back here next week. Catch everything we do, all of our content, all of our podcasts, webcasts, blogs, everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. Matter of fact, check out the blog post B. Austin just wrote this yep. past week. That's on warroomsports.com. <laughs> also yeah, on warroomsports.com, you can pick up my book, Sports the Book. So everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. But until next time, everybody, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the war game, and we'll see you chumps on Tills Nye.
blueprint. Yo. Every Thursday, 6 to 8, they do this. Shout out to Dez, PJ, Be Austin, Doc Bay on replay. WarRoomSports.com. Get that mobile app. It's knocked out. 323-14012. They be going and you sensitive, then oh well. Physical podcast, the tough sports. Showtime like magic in the block push. Looking alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip-hop dollars, pit-stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Fortress secrets, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best in sports cast? You better name us. World of sports. War Room Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.